This week's episode is proudly brought to you by 321 Count, coming to you on DVD Season 1. What? Com- coming to you on DVD. How? F- from the the filming with the with the cameras. We had cameras? We didn't have cameras? No. I I thought you were in charge of video. Nope. I was supposed to be running audio and you were supposed to run video. Nope. Fuck. Well, you know, well, fuck it. We'll just do the episode. <laughs> howdy, howdy, everyone. This is 321 Count with Chris and Bryant. I'm your host, Chris. Co-host, Bryant. We got a special guest with us this week. Special guest, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, Joey. And Joey is a buddy of me and Bryant's. And I met Joey first, uh, how many years ago? Well, like 2014. Oh, so a long time ago. I'm not it doing math the, right now. It was now. the <laughs> first year. Uh, I, I mean, I can go into details right now if you want how we met. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, I you know the big Halloween party that I have, right? So I had this big Halloween party, and uh, one day Jeff from Aqua Graphics, right? He calls me up, and I had said, "Hey, you want to come to a Halloween party?" He's like, "Do you want a band?" Yeah, sure. So I said, is it going to cost me anything? She says, he says, no. I said, well, yeah, definitely I want a band, right? Because it's free. I mean, who wouldn't want a free band? So anyways, uh, they came. They set up. I meet Chris here for the first time, or as better, he's better known as Speedy for his drumming skills. And um, me and him hit it off right away. I mean, he had his Nintendo uh, DS with him in his pocket, and he was, <laughs> ba- he was the drummer for Area 51 at the time. Okay. So... It was, it was, and we kind of just hit it off. We started talking about gamings, and he told me he was in another band, and that he wanted, uh, and I said, well, would you guys like to play the Halloween party next year? And he said, yeah, I'll talk to him. And that's pretty much where our connection was made, so six years ago. Yeah. That's the the band that you were in with the other job, right? Oh, that's that? That was, um, yeah, when I was working at uh, West Coast, okay. that's how I um, had met Jeff of Area 51, and my uh, dad, Pops, was uh, playing guitar for them too at the time um so yeah that's how we all had uh met and it's been uh it's been, been cool <laughs> six years that's I, wild. six years i mean Almost you know 10, and in huh? time tends to fly really fast uh you know and i talk about that all the time because as i've gotten older for <laughs> like every decade that i get older time flies much faster so like you know that's 40 scary. 40 to 50 went really quick but like 50 is already you know half over already and i'm like so it, it's pretty nuts and you know you start taking into consideration that kind of timing uh like knowing you for six years now and i bryant what three years was it three years what Roughly. was the we did the 2018 you came to the halloween party uh, that i uh, that yeah you know, chris let me reminded me of yeah so 2018 so three years okay yeah yeah, yeah of like consistently knowing him because yeah. you might have yeah. met um, i mean because when i first met you i didn't before. like you no one likes me. And first. I don't mean that. In the, I, no, <laughs> no, no, one likes no, 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 check it out, dude. I don't mean that in a bad way, right? It's always a it bad just, way. <laughs> you just felt kind of, I don't know, you were real quiet and kind of like, you know, I don't you know. It's weird. I, I always get that. Why? And, you know, well, well but, but, but then, we, we, but then we started talking uh-huh. and, you know, we have a lot of the same likes and qualities. Is it because I'm not a snowflake? <laughs> You're not a snowflake. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big snowflake fan. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm old school. I was raised old school. So. Yeah. You know, uh, you work for everything you got. You don't have, it's not given to you. Yeah. So. Yeah, because that, that Halloween party, which was, the, that one was, uh, we didn't play that one, did we? That, the 2018? Yeah. We That was the only one we played. 
What the hell? Yeah, Samir, Samir was singing. And oh. we did five songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause, okay, yeah. That was a whole mess with the... Who was going to sing or something like that. Or Robin was in the band and... No, that like, one was... Um, who's going to be bass player? Something had come up. Something had come up with you. Oh, yeah. Well, and, no, but before uh, that. And then it just became... It was okay, but we didn't yeah. learn our songs, I think. No, I think we only planned for five songs because uh, we could only get together so many times. We had yeah, one. Yeah. We had one actual practice. Because Samir had his other band and... Yeah, so, but that was fun, and that was when we played five songs. People were like, "Why'd they only play five songs?" Yeah, <laughs> we actually sounded good. Like that was that was when I was Commissioner Gordon. Okay, yeah, now I remember. Okay, yeah. See, everything's just... everything's a blur. <laughs> everything's a blur. <laughs> the mind it, of the it, brain. It goes by so fast. Everything's a blur. Um. So one of the reasons why uh or why Joey and me hit it off so well is because uh, a lot of common interests. Um, well, and I'm a 50 year old with a 24 year old mentality. Yeah. I guess actually, I really actually, am half your age. Cause I always say I have a 12 year old. <laughs> well, let, let's rephrase that. I'm a 50 year old with a 15 year old mentality. <laughs> I oh. mean, all, all the, with all the crap that I got, you know, I got tons of shit. Um, so the first thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, gaming. Cause that was really the first thing that, uh, we had in common was that. And, um, I know you have a big time collection. Um, you want to give a little background of your gaming history? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I can go back to when I was like 12 years old, and we used to have a down the street. We had two places, so we had a Malibu Grand Prix. I don't know if you guys know what Malibu Grand Prix is. Okay, so Malibu Grand Prix. That's goes to show you how old I am, right? <laughs> so Malibu Grand Prix was a place that you could go and you could drive cars, but they also had an arcade. So that one was closer to me by about I don't know, maybe like a a half a mile closer than the other place, right? So I still had to go like three miles to go play, right? And I would ride my bicycle there. Um, and, you know, I mean, I was an arcade kid. I was an 80s arcade kid. It was all about, you know, the Pac-Mans and the Galagas. And then there was a place down the street from that that was called the Regency Game Palace. And that's like, that was like my home away from home. I mean, every quarter I could scrape up every, you know, everything. They had food and they had drinks so you could hang out all day long there. And I remember, so going back to that time period, I think probably my two favorite games at that time were probably Jungle Hunt, and then they came out with Dragon's Lair. Okay, yeah, Dragon's Lair. And, and you know, <laughs> I mean, it was an animation game, right? And I sucked. I was horrible at it. I mean, I must have spent $100 in that game and never got to the end. Did you eventually get to the end or no? Never. Never? Oh, God. Never got to the end. I was only like 13, 14 years old. Not even to this day. Oh, I do now. I have it on. Oh, I have it on my ultracade. <laughs> I, <about> <laughs> I have it on my ultracade. I get to the end every time. Okay. My 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 skills are much better now than they were then. You know, because you learn you learn the move. You learn that everything is the same. It, nothing nothing oh, alternates. It's dude, not Super like, Mario 64. I beat that in like a month. Brian saw me on the last uh, ditch effort on that. Yeah, I'm so impressed. <laughs> You know, I mean, you know, those games were the same. You just had to learn the patterns. You know, it was like Pac-Man or Donkey Kong. You had to learn those patterns to be able to move on. It never changed, but I could never figure it out. But as I've gotten older, I've been able to figure it out. And I, I still suck at a lot of games. I mean, I don't think I finished a game moving on to like, like, okay, so Atari, Atari 2600, right? I never had an Atari 2600. So I never got to play that. 
my a friend of mine had it, let me borrow it, and I thought, oh man, I get to play all these great games, right? You know, you're 10 years old, right? 11 years old, and you're playing an Atari 2600. This is really cool, right? But then you get older and you go to play these games, you're playing these games in the arcade, and all of a sudden they're being emulated onto an Atari 2600, and they look nothing like what you've been playing. Yep. You know, and then, you know, uh, I remember I didn't, I didn't play any games for a long time. I think I was a, I was a sophomore in high school and I just got my driver's license. Cause I was like, I, I got my driver's license actually when I was a freshman because I was a year older than everybody else. Cause I was an idiot when I was in school and I got held back a year cause I'd rather goof off than study. So my sophomore year, I remember Christmas came around. I took all my Christmas money and I called Toys R Us up. And I said, yeah, I was wondering if you have any NESs and stuff. Oh, yeah, we have. I got my big, I had a big old tuna boat, a 1970 Cadillac. It's my first car. And I got in the car and I drove. I mean, I hauled ass down to Toys R Us and I bought the NES. I bought like seven games. I subscribed to Nintendo. Uh, what was that uh, the, the Power Mag? Uh, Nintendo Power. Nintendo Power. I was so excited. And man, I never left I the little laundry room my mom had in the back, which w- back in those days was like, at one time, it was where the dog slept, and I cleaned it all up, and I put a little couch in there, a little folding couch thing, and I had TV on the wall, you know, an old CRT TV, and I had my NES hooked up. I didn't leave that room. Every day, I'd come home from school, and that's all I did was play all day long. I, I mean, I sat in there. I, I literally looked like a ghost when I came out of there because I got <laughs> no sun for, like, months. Because all yeah. I wanted, I was playing, like, Zelda. <laughs> And I just couldn't get enough of, of Legend of Zelda. That was like the greatest game ever. Then, you know, Kid Icarus. Uh, of course, Super Mario Brothers. But everybody knows, everybody knows Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. And Super Mario Brothers is the game that really launched NES. No matter what people say, you look back at NES. And Super Mario Brothers was NES. With, if there had been no Super Mario Brothers, there would have been no NES. Guaranteed. Because that's what set it off in America. At least in my opinion. And that's how I look at it. So, but I played anything you could possibly think of. I mean, I remember spending, oh, I must have spent 80 hours playing Legend of Zelda, trying to to finish it. And then get stuck in that maze where it kept repeating and you had to figure out the pattern, you know, up and then left and then up and then left and then up and then right and then left again and hours. And then, of course, came Kid Icarus, you know. I mean, everybody loves Kid Icarus. The impossible game of Kid Icarus. <laughs> Exactly. Um, Bastard pit. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, I hit my when I when I hit my late teens, I kind of quit gaming. That became it was it was still an arc. I was still wanting to go to the arcades and stuff like that. Like you know, we went to we went to where did we go? My parents went somewhere, and I ended up at uh, we were I think we went to they went to Reno or something, and I was like nineteen. And of course, you know, they had an arc a really nice arcade at Circus Circus back in those days, and I must have spent, they were doing their thing, and I must have spent five or six hours inside Circus Circus just playing arcade games. Because that that's still, to me, as much gaming as I try to do now, which whatever time provides, right? I mean, I try to sit down and play, but then I kind of, something else pops into my mind, and I go off to do something else. And um, I still prefer arcade gaming versus, like, sitting in front of my couch gaming. There's just something about that old school standing in front of a cabinet. It's playing. a way different aura. I went to um, Willow Creek, California, um, like 15 years ago, I think, and um, very small community, but they had an arcade there. I went there because it was the Bigfoot Festival, 
And um, so when I went, there was an arcade and, you know, growing up in the generation I did, you had Chuck E. Cheese. That was kind of it. And, you know, arcades were few and far between. So, like, actually going to a legit arcade that had the token machine and just nothing but games, it was just a whole different world. And small town, nobody's in there. And so, you know, it's just me and a friend of mine, and we just had the full run of it, basically, and just going from cabinet to cabinet to cabinet. There's, it, It's just so different. Oh, yeah. And, and it, 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 it's a completely different feeling. I mean, it's like watching, when I watch, like, an like an 80s-style movie, and they're, like, in an arcade. Like, for me, like, Stranger Things. I know we're going to talk about movies and TVs later on, but Stranger Things was one of those things that hit me really well because it takes place in the 80s, and it starts off with them playing D&D. And then they're in the arcade, and then you see, you know, the se- the second season they were in the mall, you know, was that yeah that was the mall. The second season was the mall, yeah, and you know, so you see them in the mall, and you know, there's, I mean, that was just that was an '80s thing, and for me that is so nostalgia, and I love, love that kind of stuff, you know, I mean that kind of shit doesn't exist anymore, you just don't see that anymore, you know, there's a lot of barcades out there now. And, you know, that, that, that's a real popular thing is these barcades. And that's cool, but I'm not a big – I enjoy drinking, but I don't need to drink. I could just play games all day long. So um, so let's go back. Um, uh, so NES, I played the shit out of that for a long time. Right? And then, like I said, I got as I got older and, you know, girls became a thing, and then I started building a mini truck because that was a big thing for me and started showing it, I started getting away from gaming. And then probably mid-'90s, a buddy of mine had a Sega Genesis and had Road Rash. That was it. All bets were off then. I mean, I was playing <laughs> that. I'd go over to his house, and we'd hang out and play Road Rash for hours. Um, and then I stopped playing again. And then late 90s, um, I was working at uh, Ned's Auto Body Supply, and one of our delivery or one of the guys that uh, was a sales guy was uh, big into gaming and stuff like that. And he, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, dude, you, you know, you got to get it. Oh, no, let me rewind. My bad. My bad. Um, I actually got into, um, I bought a PlayStation. I bought the, the, the original PlayStation. Oh, okay. And That's when I started. Okay, and the original PlayStation, and it, the game that brought me back to gaming was Resident Evil. The, oh, yeah. The first Resident Evil. The first Evil. one, yeah, yeah. And I still go back and I try to play it now, but it's really hard because the controls are so fucking shitty. Have you I, played the remake at all? I've played, I've played them all. Oh, i played them all. Except for Village. I haven't played Village. And, and I have a hard time saying oh, I didn't play 4 either because I have a hard time moving to a first-person perspective on Resident Evil. Well, four was third person, or third person. Excuse me, third person. I was gonna say, no, no, four no, is no. legendary, though. No, four was first person, wasn't it? No, no, no. third the, person. The first first person one was a uh, seven, right? I'm not a Resident Evil guy. I, I just know it, that four was a I third think, person. I thought it was because four. Four no, is actually four, the only one I've ever when played. They made it more like um, over the shoulder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. That's right. Yeah. I did play four. Okay. I, I only got about halfway through that, and I I just got bored. Because four was a big ass <laughs> no, deal what? because it was only released for the GameCube at, right. at one time. Yeah. And Sony's all like, we want it. And well, Sony's a bunch of never mind. <laughs> I don't, don't even get me started on that shit. That's why I don't own a PlayStation anymore, other than a two. I won't own a three, a four, or a five. Yeah, I never got into the three. I didn't think the uh, third one had any. Well, I, w- I was very content with my three, and then I had the three that was backwards compatible. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was great. But 
it crapped out on me. And I couldn't get it fixed. Nobody was fixing them at the time. Uh, well, I didn't know anybody that fixed them at the time. And so I moved away from PlayStation. So let's go back to PlayStation. The, the yeah. PlayStation, the first PlayStation. I'm good because you guys know I start rambling off on all <laughs> kinds of stuff. I can't shut up sometimes. Um, so there was um, on the PlayStation, of course, was Resident Evil. And then this guy that I worked with, the, this guy's the sales guy. Uh, for Oak Distributors, he was like, oh, dude, you gotta play this game called Metal Gear Solid. It's, fuck, it's a fucking Ooh. great game. Oh, man. I love that game. I must have played <laughs> oh, through man. it. I must have played through it like five or six times because it was so... I love that stealth thing. Right? The stealth oh, thing yeah. is really what gets me. Yeah. Um, and then I... Then he turned me on to Siphon Filter. That one was good, too. Yeah. The yeah. first Siphon Filter was yeah. great. Um, I played one. I played two. And now here comes Harley, my dog, my puppy, I should say. Um, and then I played, you know, I played through those for, for a while. And then, you know, I was never big into the sports games. And guys used to try to come over and go, oh, you got to play like this. And uh, sports games just never got me. I buy one Madden every, like, five years. I buy, like, every other um, FIFA. Actually, I did <laughs> play. What was that back in the day? What was the big? Uh, the, the Blitz big, the League. I did play Blitz. I like Blitz because it was over the top, stupid, you know. Yeah, and I think uh, there was a baseball one, Slugfest. I didn't play that. was that. like that. And that, if you had a guy who was, like, raking, he would, like, be on fire when he'd come up to play. And then if you could uh, bean a guy, and if you beaned him, you could charge the mound, and then the pitcher would be, like, laid out because he just got his ass kicked. Oh, so I really like Slugfest. See, I never play. I, I only played – I played NFL Blitz, and then I played – there was another football game along the It was more realistic at the time. It was um, – I can't even remember now, so long ago. But I got into a lot of a lot of PlayStation games. Uh, Silent Hill was the other one that – the original Silent Hill. There'll never be anything like it. They'll never remake it because of the baby scene at the end. Yeah. That whole baby – yeah, there's this whole scenario with these dead babies and you're killing dead babies. Well, wow. yeah, it, it's, it was – I mean, at that time, it was – it was the shit. Yeah, I've heard about that. I only played the second one yeah. though. I never finished it. Yeah, I, I've finished all those. I've played through all those, even even the shitty ones. <laughs> but I, the Silent Hill series, it just took that whole step forward in the survival horror genre, of um, of where Resident Evil started. Like the first Resident Evil, will, in my opinion, is probably one of the best games at that time, right? To 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 really suck you into that scare, because nothing ever scares me more to go to talk about that than the scene where. And I always played as Jill, right? I never played. I all my characters have always all my characters in games. If there's a female, I always play a female, right? <clears throat> I don't know why. I just do. Probably because I don't want to look at a dude's ass. That's <laughs> probably the biggest part, right? <laughs> but um, so that scene where she goes in that you open the door and you turn left to go down the hallway. Oh, and, and you turn around and, and and it goes to that cut scene where that zombie's chomping on that dude, and then all of a sudden you see him turn his head. That scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Wasn't there a similar one on the second one where you go into a – I think you go up into a um, uh, – there's like a police officer that becomes your friend, and I guess he eventually becomes a zombie, but he kind of charges at you. I think so. I don't remember. But there was a kind of, kind of like a similar scene in the second one. I don't remember. That one scared the shit out of me. I don't remember. Too. You know, I played through the second one. Both. I actually played as Chris Redfield in that uh-huh. because that was kind of – you got to play as, you know, it was – 
that you had that was it Chris? Yeah, it was Chris. No, it was uh, Leon. Or Leon, Leon. Leon, yeah. See, I don't. Need, I can remember names, but I can't remember <laughs> how. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Um. So yeah, because I played as Leon through that one, and then I stopped playing Resident Evil. I played Nemesis. Yeah. I thought Nemesis was really good because that was that had all kinds of scare factors. That some bitch would just show up out of nowhere. Yeah. And then uh, after that was, uh, I don't think I played anything. I played Zero on the Cube. I played the remake on the Cube. And then four, I got about halfway through it, and I just couldn't finish it. And then I didn't play anything after that. And then I thought about playing Seven, and then that's when they said it was, uh, it was first, person. first person. And I yeah. just, I was like, nah, I can't do that. And I thought about playing Village just now after I listened to the the. Uh, they had a big talk on on Game Informer on their podcast, and uh, I was like, "Man, this sounds like it might be something I want to do." But then, the problem for me now with gaming is there's too much stuff you got to do. You can't just pick up the game and just kind of play and run through and shoot and kill and stuff like that. You know, you can build weapons and you can do you know, and it just for me that takes the fun out of just picking it up and just shooting stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, we I can I can ramble on. I mean, through even like for place after PlayStation was you know of course PlayStation Two came out, but the Dreamcast, and you can't talk about gaming without talking about the Dreamcast. It's always that subject of the, uh, the what if with Sega. It was like ahead of its time. It was unfortunately ahead of its time. Too far ahead of its time. That was the big issue. Yeah. But I never played it, so what was the thing with that one? Well, it was probably the best system at the time. It made PlayStation just... Because it came out, I think, just before PlayStation 2. Yeah. It launched just before PlayStation 2, and they didn't have a Sonic title for that game. And, you know, I mean, how do you not create a, a brand new console and not have your mascot? A game, you know? And so they, they had a lot of great games, though. I mean, I played the shit out of Code Veronica, which is probably by far one of the best Resident Evil games ever made, in my opinion, again, right? I mean, I'm if it's something that holds my attention and it really sucks me in and, I ha- and I'm having fun while I'm doing it, then for me, it's, it's, it's good, right? Um, and then there was, uh, of course, you know, they had Ill Bleed, which was this bizarre, just goofy fucking game with weird shit going on like you know I, i'm trying to remember what the basis of the game was and <laughs> you know it was a i don't remember if it was like a circus guy or some shit like that but you go into this house and all kinds of weird shit's happening it was it was nuts it, it was just it was one of those games that i couldn't stop playing because i couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on and then of course kiss psycho circus that was another weird one that was a super weird one that was only for the dreamcast that was the only home console yeah, you and get you, on pc but it was only for a Dreamcast for a home yeah. console. And you can't find it anywhere now. Nope. I've been trying to find it. I could probably pull it up on eBay, but I spent so much money on old school games. I'm so many. I mean, I bought just a ton of stuff for my collection. You know, my retro collection is pretty big now. Yeah, he has a gigantic retro collection. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's sure. nothing compared to some of the shit that my buddy Chris at Phoenix Games has. I'm doing a lot of name dropping, you know. Hey, free plug, Phoenix Games, go check it out. It's an amazing store. <laughs> yeah, it is. And they got a full arcade. Yeah, so get there. It's in Clayton. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, so the dream. those were three. probably the three most games, most played games for me on my Dreamcast were Red, Code Veronica, um, Ill Bleed, Kiss Psycho Circus, and there was a fourth game that I played on there that I liked a lot, 
and I can't remember what the hell the name of it was. Oh, hi, Zoe. Border Collie just walked in. Um, but it did have, um, it did end up having a couple, or what, three Sonic games on there? Because they had Sonic Adventure. In the end. Sonic Adventure 2, in the end. And uh, Sonic Shuffle, which Sonic Shuffle to me is actually a pretty underrated game. It was Sonic's answer to Mario Party. Right. And I actually really liked that game. And it, But by the time the Sonic games came out, I had already moved on. That was what. That's so, what so did the rest of the world, unfortunately. Exactly, and, and that's, that's why those two games ended up getting a re-release because they were epic games. Like the two Sonic Adventure games, like no joke, are just up there in terms of solid games. So basically, the, the Dreamcast went under just because it didn't have any Sonic games. That's the well, I wouldn't go or, that far. Okay. It just they just didn't promote it real well. They okay. didn't promote it well, and then it offered things that unfortunately the world wasn't quite ready for. Cause didn't it have like a web browser on it there? It had a web browser on but, there. But like you, you had dial up internet at the time. Like <laughs> you, internet speeds couldn't, you know, handle with what you were trying to do with it. Um, you had an interactive memory card, which was wild. Like you could actually like uh, save some stuff onto there and interact with different game titles that you had on there. Um, and do like little mini games on it because it had a D pad and an A and a B button on there oh, wow. on the memory card. What the heck? And then it had um, it had a because your um, the controllers were weird. That was probably like one of the bigger issues with it because you had the um, where the cord came out for the controller uh-huh. came out of the bottom instead of the top because the top you had uh, two inserts in there. You had an insert for your rumble pack and you had an insert for your memory card. Oh, okay. And then whatever game you were playing, the memory card would have a little... It had an LED screen on there, and it would um, put on there, like, if you were playing Sonic Adventure, it'd have a little Sonic emblem. If you were playing Crazy Taxi, it would have a little Crazy Taxi emblem. Oh, is that what the little screen was for? I remember that the controllers were kind of, like, clunky, and then yep. a little screen on it. Right? Yep, and you had a I little spot the for the memory for. card, and it would... It would um, it the like memory card pad. would highlight with what you were playing. Yeah, I skipped forward way ahead of all this other shit that I bought. I mean, I had an N64. I did get a Super NES in the end, you know, way after it had already come and gone, you know. And, you know, there again falls back to that same series of games that I really loved, the Metroid series, right? You know, you had Metroid. You had Metroid 2 on the Game Boy, on the Game Boy which was a black and white one, which was so weird to play on a little handheld, right, because you're expecting this big feature, like, you know. Well, I mean, the Game Boy was was you know it was hot when it came out. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, I and like the N sixty four, fantastic set of games on that thing. I mean, Super Mario sixty four, probably one of the best, probably one of the best Super Mario games out there. I still love playing the thing. As a matter of fact, I just got my Switch, so I finally, finally broke down and bought a Switch, and just because I wanted that three that three D pack with the Sunshine sixty four and Galaxy, because I didn't I didn't have a I didn't get a Wii. Because at that point it was, you know, I, I was into the Xbox genre, and so that's a whole, that's a that's another big conversation. <laughs> I can talk about that for hours too. But uh, you know, I mean, 64. Let's go back and hit the 64 and other games like Super Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. Uh, my all-time favorite because it was like the coolest game that I'd ever seen Nintendo ever put out, and that was Conker's Bad Fur Day. Nothing like finding a giant shit monster, right? I mean, you're throwing <laughs> toilet paper at him. I mean, that was great. That was good shit, you know? Uh, the Banjo-Kazooie series. I mean, Rare put out so many great games for that console. And then they got bought by Microsoft, and they put out garbage. 
Yep. Until the rare collection. <laughs> yeah. Which was just just they just all the classic games. Yep. Yeah. Which I've been I started playing them, I haven't finished them at all. But um, um you know, and then, you know, we move on like the GameCube. The GameCube had a ton of games, right? But still there's only a handful of games that I ever pick and choose. Right. right. You know, I, I mean oh I forgot sixty four Star Fox. Right? Yeah, you got star, the Star Fox games. What about the PS two? Uh oh, PS ah, PS two. What did I have on PS two? Well, you know, like Silent Hill two. Um, I'm trying to think what I had on the PS two. I had played a bunch of stuff on there, but uh, well, like man, I played Manhunt. Manhunt was another one of those games. I love those over the top, like just totally bad games. The games that you know you don't want your kids to play because who would have thought about making a game where you got to smother a guy to death with a plastic bag? You know, beat him to death with a a lead pipe that's laying on the ground. You know, so you yeah. can, so you can get out of prison basically. Right. Um, that game drew a lot of controversy. I remember when that thing came oh, out. Oh man, it was horrible. Oh. Um, you know, the grand theft auto series, Yeah. the grand theft auto series, probably, um, I played the top down, but I couldn't get into it. I didn't like that. That was just to me that on the PlayStation was just crap. But then when grand theft auto two came out, was it two? Yeah, it was two before he talked. Cause then you had vice city. We had three, and then uh, which became the first three. Oh yeah, ones. the first two. That's right. The first two were top down. Yeah. Then you had Grand Theft Auto three, and then you got Vice City, which is probably will always be my favorite because it takes place in the eighties. Oh, okay. You know, that whole eighties theme, right? You get that whole, you know, uh, the whole like you know Miami Vice kind yeah. of vibe going off of that thing. You know, the flashy clothes and the fancy cars. Yeah, that was the first one I had ever played. Was Vice, Vice City. City. Oh, the first Vice, one I played in the, was the San soundtrack. Andreas. The soundtrack was fantastic. I actually own the soundtrack <laughs> to Vice City. The first um, one I played was San Andreas, and that was just that was the best. One. Uh, see, I didn't like San Andreas at all. It just what I just didn't like it. And then, of course, you know, uh, what was what, we had four, and then of course the most popular one, which is five, and they're still they're still milking the shit out of and, it. And and but they make money off of it every time. Yeah, they made, new yeah. download content, and everybody buys it. Yeah. Yep. See, well, I have. They're saying that the the next one's gonna come out in 2025. They're not. They're not planning on doing anything until 2025. <laughs> yeah, I saw the the uh, thing on that when they're like, they're saying this shit's not gonna come out until 2025. I better be able to get the hookers pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, there's nothing like getting that black cup of coffee. Oh my god, <laughs> that shit was hilarious, dude. Um, so I mean, I played you know the most common ones like on the PlayStation. You know, I played the SOCOM series. Um, oh, those were good. I liked SOCOM. But then, then the big one. Um, I remember because. I I got married in 2000 and I had gone I was working for Jeff and uh that year so I was still playing a little bit of games but not as much my wife at the time was like my co-pilot she would like to sit there uh Final Fantasy 10 Oh yeah Probably the greatest fucking for me because I would could I never played I'm not a big turn-based guy I hate turn-based games and uh it's just no, I don't have the patience for that, right? To sit there and go in and hit and do seven damage and then run back and then they get a move and but then something happens so they get another move and I don't I, I can't wait to move on through that. So uh, I played Final Fantasy X and I was into it for like I think like eighty seven hours. Wow. And you know and she was the co pilot. She would sit there and say, Oh, go back. You gotta you you gotta go do this, right? And so I had a lot of hours into it and then something happened and I lost. Like the memory card got corrupted, so I oh, never got shit. to finish ten the first time. 
Wow. I got pissed off. And then I went back and I just blazed through it. You know, I just went start to finish. No side quests, no nothing. I just went from point A to point B to finish it. Because <laughs> oh, I got was pissed. Yeah. You know, there's nothing that pisses me off more than when, you know, I got all my, all this saved game, you know, all this stuff that I've done. And then something happens and it's gone. It's just gone. That's kind of like uh, when I had a um, Game Boy Color, I had a yellow version. And I don't know. I had everything. I had like all my Pokemon up to 99. I captured everything. And then something happened and, and the game just reset itself. And after I was like, well, fuck this game. I never played it again. <laughs> See, that's, gonna... that's how I get. <laughs> I'll, like, wow. I'll tell you a story when we get in, in my Xbox conversation. <laughs> of a game that I spent lots of hours playing with my cousin. And I went to move saves from one Xbox to another. <laughs> oh, man. And I deleted it. Oh, no. So, 2001 rolls around, and, you know, they're, they're talking about the Xbox. Microsoft's coming out with a gaming console on it, the Xbox, right? I think it was 2000, it was 2000, 2001. I, I think. I, I want to say 2001. One, I could be wrong. It could have been 2000. But I think that uh, when I first saw the, the first Xbox was back in 02, 03, I think. Well, 02 is when they went. They, they came out with Xbox Live in 02 because oh, that was man. the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Uh, but they announced the Xbox, and I was like, well, hell, I got to get an Xbox because that's my thing. Oh, uh, PlayStation 2. So I had a really hard time with first-person shooters back in the day. Uh-huh. I would play a first-person shooter, and I would get all, I'd play like, an, like 20 minutes, and all of a sudden I'd be like motion sick. Oh. Oh, God, this is really tearing me up because of the way the gun moved because I wasn't used to that. Yeah. So – I really wanted to play the Medal of Honor on PlayStation 2. Oh, yeah. Those and good. so I'm like, I want to play this damn game. So I went and I bought Dremamine, motion sickness tablets, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it worked because now I can play first-person shooters all day long, and I no longer get that nauseous feeling from, from like, like I'm on a, you know, because yeah. I don't get seasick. Well, I didn't get seasick, right? And mm-hmm. so that was really weird for me that that motion of that gun going back and forth made me sick. And uh, so they they that's how I got over my first person uh, sickness was basically I took Dremamine so that I could be gaming. Huh. So I turn around and they announced the Xbox. Oh, God, I pre-ordered that thing. I was so excited, right? And of course I buy it, and it came with Halo, right? Probably one of, one of my favorite first person shooters. Uh, I the land parties that I would do with that, <laughs> we would set up Halo. You don't like Halo? No. You suck. <laughs> no. I don't like either. But, but well, it was a first-person shooter, and for, that's my that's my genre. I love first-person shooters, right? I, I, and I love – but I would never seen anything like this. So for me, Halo was a big deal. It, it was futuristic, and you, you got to play this badass, and you got to do all this stuff with them. And so I bought – pre-ordered the Xbox, came home and playing Halo – and then, you know, a buddy of mine's like, dude, you got to play Unreal because, you know, it's going to be online. So Unreal Tournament or Unreal Championship is what it was called. So I'm playing Halo, and, you know, for two years, right, we're doing LAN parties, you know, getting to, taking a TV over to a buddy's house, and we're setting it all up, and there's like 12 of us in a room, and, you know, in the garage, we're all piled up on top of each other, and we're doing these LAN parties for Halo, right? You know, red versus blue because, you know, red sucks, you know, and that kind of shit. And it was... Gaming will never be as good as that for me. And as much as I love online gaming, right, because I have a bunch of online friends, but it was the fact that you're all sitting in a room together 
and you know you're, you're yelling at each other and you know because you can't see their screen they can't see your screen you know you're sitting across from them and stuff and we had a lot of fun with that and then of course you know fast forward two years later 2000 november 2002 xbox comes out with xbox live online gaming holy shit this is like fucking great right and that's where i met most of them and i'm still friends with these people after 20 years we're still friends on xbox and wow. we're friends in real life wow. we've gone out and met and stuff um but it was uh the game that really got me into it. i played unreal championship online but it was the original ghost recon and it was really funny because i'm playing online i don't know anybody i don't have any friends on my friends list yet i don't have nothing i go into this random room and there was a map on the original ghost recon and you were in moscow and there's this giant crater in the ground where like they dropped a bomb or whatever right or whatever and i run up into this thing and i lay down and all you can see is the barrel of my rifles and i you know if you go back to that far you didn't see the gun in ghost recon in ghost recon all you got was the uh the reticule on your screen yep right so I'm laying down, and all you can see, you know, my teammates can see just me laying in this hole, and nobody can see me. And these guys are running across the map, and I'm just like, pink, pink, pink. I pick off the whole team in like uh, like uh, 30 seconds or whatever because they're all running in the same direction. And I remember, I remember his name, his gamer tag was Maggot X, and it was really funny. Bill Herbst is his name. And he goes, dude, he just wiped out the whole fucking team. <laughs> and they're like, we got to add this guy to our friends list. And I, that's where I made those friends. And then we went on to games like Rainbow Six. And, you know, I made a bunch of new friends there. And then the game that got me together with the guys, the people that I'm still friends with, even though we don't all play together anymore because gaming is so much different now, was uh, Return to Castle Wolfenstein. And it was just, it was a horrible game. It was glitchy. It had all kinds of bugs in it. I mean, you could, you know, there was this, where you had to storm this beach and they had like the Nazis had this castle built into the wall or into the mountainside or whatever. And you had to try and get, Oh, you had to get your guy to plant demolition charges to blow a hole in the wall. Well, we found that if you, if you were running and your teammate threw a grenade and you jumped at the right time, it would launch you over the wall. <laughs> oh, wow. What the heck? So we would, you know, and, and I became friends with these people. And so for me, online gaming brought me something that I hadn't had before compared to playing with my local guys. Right? I made friends all over the country. I mean, people that I never probably would have ever met. And it went on to other games you know, along the same genre, those first-person shooters. Um, and then, you know, they introduced Splinter Cell, a stealth-based game. Single-player at the time, right? There was no multiplayer for, for Splinter Cell at the time. And that game, I, nothing more better than sneaking up behind a guy and snapping his neck. <laughs> That's good shit, right? I mean, yeah. it's fun. Well, when I play games, I usually try to go for like the stealthier options. And my sister used to like, uh, she used to like watching me play, but she hated it whenever I went to like stealth mode in any game, because the games like gave you the option you could just go in there just shoot everybody, or you could just you know be quiet and just like pick them one by one. And I like picking them off one by one rather than just taking them head on. And then she would, ah, oh, can you just just shoot all of them? Like, no, I hate that. Yeah, the run and gun. Yeah. I'm not a run and gun guy. No. You know, no. I I like to either be a sniper. Right. And it, it's really funny because, you know, people are like, well, you're fucking camping. Uh, and, you know, my, it, some of the guys that I used to play with be like, like, are you going to go camp? I said, yep, I got my marshmallows, my hot dogs, I'm good to go. Yep. <laughs> Roasting yeah, you're a sniper. Your job heads. is to camp. That's what a sniper's job is. 
you know, uh, like to, when they like Call of Duty Two. Right, let's move on. We get into like the Call of Duty series, and that was another game that brought me into. You know, it was the next step. It was the next generation, right? And I played Call of Duty on the PC, and you know, when it went to a first-person shooter, it was really different. It was, it was. I don't know. For me, as usual, you know, it was fun. I was running around and shooting people and talking a lot of shit, you know. Uh, but that game was a run and gun kind of game. It wasn't a game that you really wanted to snipe in because the Call of Duty series kind of took sniping to a non-fun level where, you know, guys are like quick scoping and, and things like that. And I'll, ne I'll never understand that. You can't – that's not how a sniper rifle works. Yeah. I want a little bit of realism, you know, in my camping stage. You know, that's why I tend to sway towards the Battlefield series because Battlefield, you know, I can, you know, perch up somewhere, you know, half a mile away and I can try and shoot guys. Do yeah. I hit them? No, because I don't know how to track my wind velocity, but still, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I mean, Jesus, dude, I mean, <laughs> well, we know you could talk on and on and on about this stuff. Um, do you have a f what's your favorite console of all time, would you say? Or maybe a top top three. A top three would work better. Uh, probably my GameCube would be my first choice. Okay. I love the GameCube. Uh, the the games that came out on the cube. Um, you know, Wind Waker, probably my all time favorite Zelda game. I don't know. It was the cell shaded animation. It was. I just that's probably my favorite Zelda game. And wow. I like them all, but that's my favorite. Uh, I tried playing. We were just talking. Me and Chris were talking about this a couple days ago. Um, what was the one that came out on the cube right after, right at the end of the GameCube? Twilight the Princess. Week? Twilight Princess. I couldn't get into that. Too realistic looking. Him riding a horse looked really stupid to me. <laughs> I just couldn't get into it. I tried to play it. I just couldn't get into it. And then, of course, you know, they spit it out on the Wii where you had the motion. You could use the, the nunchuck and the, you know, so you could change oh, okay. it. I, I couldn't get into that. See, I didn't know it was originally in the GameCube. I thought it was originally in the Wii. It, it was the very last game for the GameCube. Yeah. Oh. And first game, it was on the launch game for the Wii. For yeah. Wii. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I mean, going back to the GameCube, Wind Waker, uh, Metroid Prime. Oh, man, Metroid. Metroid Prime 2. Uh, it took me a lot of getting used to because I'm used to the side-scroller, and being a first-person was, was a little strange to me. But I, once I got the hang of it, I was cool. Um, the Pikmin series. Oh, the fucking Pikmin series. I could play that stupid game. Are all you getting day long. three for the Switch? Yes, I'm going to get three for the Switch. <laughs> hey, I love the Pikmin series. It's so stupid. You, you take those little blue, red, and yellow guys and run around and you got to multiply them. And then they die trying to collect shit for you. <laughs> it's just dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I can't get enough of it. Uh, Animal Crossing was another one. Um, I really liked it. I, liked, I love the concept of having this little town and yet you wouldn't play for like three days and they would come back and the, tell you, you know, hey, you fucked up. You hadn't pulled no weeds in three days, you know, and you had to go back and clean up your town and all this stuff. My, my sister was freaking out because uh, we didn't have internet for like a week or whatever, and she couldn't play her Animal Crossing. She came back and she was like trying to catch up on everything. I was like, Jesus! Like, I remember that like it was my uh, Minecraft addiction. I used to be addicted to Minecraft. Uh, it was see, ridiculous. I I can't. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't yeah. get Minecraft. I don't <laughs> yeah. get Minecraft. I don't get Fortnite. Fortnite, I don't get uh, either. My nephew's all into Minecraft and. Watching videos on it, and then probably uh, probably the game to the most adult probably style game that I could say for the cube would have been Eternal Darkness. That game was so fucked 
because I'm sitting there playing one night, and all of a sudden the volume on my TV goes, and there's no sound. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I realized it was part of the game. It's built into the game because my, my volume screen, my volume thing on the TV doesn't look green bars. But that was built in the game because you're ins- you were losing your insanity. Oh shit! Yeah, so well, you're losing your insanity. You're losing your sanity, right? So you were literally every time your sanity dropped, weird things would start happening. And I, I just I went back last summer uh, and replayed that, and I was like, wow! And it still creeps me out just as much as the first time. Damn. So and that was if you've never played, uh, Eternal Darkness, and you have a cube. I recommend you get it. It's one of those games that, it, and you know, the the I think it was Silicon Knights that did it, and of course they went belly up after they did uh, they did that uh, that um, Norse style game. Um, it was on uh, Mad World. No, God, what was it called? It was a it was a Norse style game. I can't remember the name of it now. I played it too for a while. I don't really finish games anymore. I just don't. You know, I get about. Just depends, you know. I get to a point in a game for me where it's just kind of like, oh, fuck, I gotta do this again, <laughs> you know. It's kind of like playing, um, uh, moving. Okay, so GameCube. I told you those games that I played. Then I would probably have to say for me would next would probably be my PlayStation because of Resident Evil, Metal Gear Solid, Siphon Filter, um, and then probably any take any pick of my Xboxes. Because uh, I don't want to say that, you know, I'm a Microsoft, I'm not a Microsoft fanboy or an Xbox fanboy, but the games that come out for the Xbox, for me, seem a little bit more of something that I'm into, right? You know, like... Goes more up your alley. Right. Where, like, I just picked up a Switch, right? And I picked up a Switch, but it's not necessarily for all the new titles that are coming out. There's a few new things that are coming out that I want. You know, Donkey Kong Returns, uh... Pikmin 3, uh, the new Zelda, and, and now they've introduced Metroid Dread, which from my understanding, it's like a side-scroller. I think it's side-scroller. I'm not 100% yeah, it's sure. Yeah, it's side-scrolling. Yeah, see? So it's side-scrolling, but 3D. Right, right. Um, so, those, so for me, you know, the Switch has certain games. It, just like, well, any console has certain games that I want. You know, like I, I was so excited, and I hadn't bought a game in a long time. I think the last game that I bought, like on my Xbox, I, a couple years ago, was I bought Red Dead Redemption Two. Ooh, okay, because nice. I was a huge fan of Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, but I couldn't get past the cutscene shit. I mean, you you play a little bit and there's a cutscene, and you play a little bit, there's a cutscene. I mean, Jesus Christ, I want to play the game. I don't want to fucking watch the game. That was like uh, what Metal Gear Solid Four did. That have a bunch of. Wasn't that the one that had a bunch of cutscenes? And if you actually watched all the cutscenes, you got an achievement for <laughs> watching all the cutscenes. I never played four. I played uh, five. There five was a Metal was Gear. Fucking good. But, there was a Metal Gear Solid that like, had. It was basically. A I think giant it, I movie. think it's four. I think it's four. And you got an achievement if you actually watched all the cutscenes. I think four, it was four because there's a lot of people that grab all the cutscenes and then you, they put them on YouTube and it's like two or three hours or I yeah. don't know how many hours long. Just like yeah. it's basically a fucking movie. And it sucks because. The first Red Dead was so fantastic, so well done. And, I mean, I love the fact that when I killed the last buffalo, it was Manifest Destiny, right? I mean, that was the achievement. I got an achievement for wiping out the buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, well, fuck, that's realistic, right? And so when 2 came out, and that was the last, I think that was the last 
true game that I bought other than, you know, for a long time. Because Red Dead came out, what, 18, I think? Yeah, 18. And then I didn't really play much. I was going back and playing like uh, like Bioshock and Bioshock 2 and things like that that I really liked a lot. Um, and I like I said, I got away from the from buying anything. I was mostly playing old school shit. And that's where I've kind of gone back to is playing a lot of the old school games. But yeah, my third would probably be any of the Xboxes because there were so many great games that I've continued to play. I mean, the the Ghost Recon series, the the Rainbow Six series, um, up until Siege, I couldn't get into Siege. Um, the Call of Duties, Call of Duties were really good. There, they had some, you know, anything that Treyarch made kind of went. It was not my favorite, you know, World War, you know, Call of Duty, uh, the the one that took over. It was like the thin red line kind of story where it was like the Japanese side of the story. They didn't do a really good job telling the story and it's got to have a good campaign. It's got to draw me in. If the, if the single player story is really, really good, then I move on to like the multiplayer, but I got to have a good single story game. I'm still old school gamer where I can just sit in the living room by myself playing a game and I don't need to talk to anybody. Hell, I do that when I get online and play world of Warcraft. I just run around, do a bunch of shit and don't talk to nobody. So, um, yeah, I mean, and the Xbox, you know, I was talking about how I fucked up a, a, oh, yeah, yeah. a memory card. Thing. Yeah, so, so, so what was the game? Me and my cousin, okay, so Borderlands. Oh! Love Borderlands, the first one. The first one, okay. The first one, okay. And me and my cousin had logged probably 60 hours. I've collected every, I mean, I collected so much shit. And I went out and I bought a, um, a collector's edition... I think it was the, uh, oh, it was my Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Collector's Edition Xbox. And I think that's what it was. Anyways, right effect. I had, was transferring the data from my original Xbox 360 to my new memory card, and I was moving it over to the other thing. Well, I thought I had moved it, and I deleted it, and when I went to load it up, it wasn't loaded on the memory card. And oh. I deleted the entire fucking game. Oh, and my oh, cousin called, and called, hey, dude, are you going to play? I said, dude, I lost everything. I'm at like the 30-hour mark because you know, that was the only save I had. And I said, I'm not going back and doing all that shit all over again because I had lost so much stuff. Damn. That's why I love I love the fact that now everything gets saved on the cloud. Uh-huh. I can delete something and reinst- I can uninstall something and reinstall it, and everything's back to where it was. I did that with Fallout 4 because I've devoted probably a couple hundred hours to Fallout 4. Really? Do you like Fallout 4 that much? I prefer uh, three. I ha- in Fallout Three, I have up to a uh, hundred hours. <laughs> I love that one. Fallout Four is like I love Three because Liam Neeson's your dad. <laughs> <laughs> and like in the in the Skyrim 360 version, I, I think I have more than two hundred hours. Rim in that Sky, one. Rim Sky. Yeah. See, I I see. I didn't play Skyrim. What? I played. Uh, what was the one before that? The oh, Oblivion. Oblivion. Uh, Oblivion. I played Oblivion. And Morrowind was before that. Morrowind, that's yeah, it was Morrowind and Oblivion. Those are the two that I played. Morrowind I didn't play was for the, uh, by the original way, Xbox. The original Xbox. By the way, those two games are on the um, Game Pass. I downloaded Morrowind. Plug, and you're welcome, Oblivion. Microsoft. Sponsor us. Yeah. So <laughs> buy some beer. Uh, you were asking me about three, but see, I didn't play Fallout Three, and I don't know why it, Fallout Three at the day at the time didn't interest me. I, I was playing something else at the time, right? So I was like, no, nah, I don't want to play a single-player game. I'm in this multiplayer, whatever it was that I was playing at the time. And I don't remember what it was. And so then in 2000, let's see. So Fallout 4 came out, what, 2015? 
Somewhere around there. I forget what year. Sixteen, something like that. Around that time, I was. It in was the five. year I. It, I know it was. It was the year I had my surgery. I had that that surgery where they took out a bunch of my insides, and um, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna buy Fallout Four. This game looks really good. I mean, I'm seeing lots of commercials for it. Uh, I, you know, I was online and and you know, I was on YouTube one day, and I'm like, man, this looks kind of good. I'm gonna get it. And holy shit! Next thing I know, I mean, I'm. I mean. I was dating Becky at the time, and hell, I didn't. She was like, "Oh, you know, I was thinking about coming over." I said, "No, no, I'm playing Fallout 4. I ain't got time because <laughs> the gaming was more important than having her come over and hang out and bullshit." <laughs> I, I, I'm a gamer through and through. I mean, if it comes down to dating somebody and playing video games, and she don't like video games, well, she got to go. Yeah, because that's who I am. I may not play all the time. It just happens to be that I want to play when I'm dating somebody, right? So, I don't know. Maybe that's a sign. Um, <laughs> But uh, <laughs> what do you want me to say, right? Um, but yeah, so I played Fallout 4, and I, I mean, I delved into that a lot. I mean, I got about three quarters of the way through. I had, I never finished it, and then I, then you know, uh, I downloaded all the. I had, I had the season pass, so I got all the downloadable content. Okay. I played through the downloadable content. Oh no, I did finish the main story, right, with the institute and all that other stuff. Um, but then I got into the modding part of it. And I was, oh, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to try this out. And then I realized that the mods deactivated all my achievements. That they do. Achievements. Yeah. And then just about a year ago, I was farting around with it, and I have an original save that doesn't have any mods. So I went back and reactivated that so I could play it through. But right. I'm, big, I'm big on the building, my, my, your, uh, your settlements. Yeah. I'm big on the building settlements. I love that shit. Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Um, I, I started doing that a lot, and I focused a lot of hours after – a certain point, I, I did that a lot, and then I ran out of supplies. I was like, okay, well, now I got to go get stuff. Or And then I didn't realize you could actually send people from settlement to settlement to deliver supplies. And I was like, are you serious? This whole time I'm going around, like, grabbing everything and being over, or, you know, you have too much weight, you can't run. I'm like, fuck it, I'll just walk oh, everywhere. Yeah. Well, that's that was like the power armor, and you get the power yeah. armor, and you can carry more stuff. But yeah. then, then I was on YouTube one day, and I'm like, I'm going to look at something up. And I found on how to multiply your your, your uh, supplies. Like, so your aluminum, oh. your copper. Uh-huh. And, you know, you, you – and it was it was a weird – and I can't tell you how to do it now because I don't remember. But it was something about you drop the stuff on the ground and then you hit, like, X and A at the same time. So, it, like, it, like, picks it up to put it in your storage, but it doesn't really put it in your storage. But it puts it in your storage. So now I have, like – Hundreds of thousands of aluminum, steel, wood, copper, <laughs> uh, all kinds of shit. The only thing I don't have a lot of, and I found a place to buy it, was once I started having all this stuff, I was getting all kinds of bottle caps. And I was turning around, and uh, I can't remember, it's Vault 88, I think it is, or one of those vaults. So she sells the, the little power cells for your thing. Okay. So I would sit there, and I would buy all she had, and then I would sit down, rest for like 12 hours, and then she'd have a couple more, and I'd buy them. And uh-huh. I bought like I got like three hundred of those things now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And and I don't even play the game. <laughs> so I have all this shit, and I don't even play the damn game. Um. But that was the as of late. You know, I went like I said, I went back and played that a lot. But mostly I would go and like build up my settlements, and I don't even go out killing stuff anymore. Uh, because it's still every once in a while you fucking go into a room and I get something jump out and hit me. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh fuck, what does I, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was really hyped for Cyberpunk 2077. 
Oh, so was I. I, I think was, a lot of people were. I was then. super excited about it. I mean, been in development for like five years. Um, and then and then it came out and it was buggy as shit. Now I played a couple hours. I didn't find any major glitches or anything, but it just didn't suck me in. So I paid sixty five dollars for a game and I couldn't even get into it. So, uh, and that was pretty much the last thing that I bought. So yeah, the uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. The reason why I was uh, excited was because uh, CD Projekt Red was gonna do that one, and I played Witcher two, and then I bought Witcher three. And I never played the first Witcher, but Witcher three was really good. But even though I never finished it, but I thought I was I thought it was gonna be really good. I thought it was gonna be like um another RPG with guns and the session's gonna turn into five hours because now you you brought up the Witcher and I'm oh, like oh crap. shit here we go. <laughs> Yeah, that that Witcher game, the second one was really good, and the third one, I, I'm still like exploring everything. I'm yeah. not even doing the main quest; I'm just going everywhere, doing this, reading that. So I played two. I didn't get into three because I knew I was gonna it was gonna suck my life out. It was yeah. gonna be over. Yeah, because the the map on that game is so huge; it's just like everywhere you go, there's something going on. It's yeah. just like I love this so much. Yeah, and yeah. back to the Cyberpunk 2077. I yeah. like I, told, I was saying, you know, I've only done a couple of missions, and they were good. I didn't find any major glitching or bugging at that time, but you know, I don't have that time to devote to gaming today like I did, you know, all those years ago. I mean, yeah. I say that, and then, you know, I'll turn on my PC, and I'll go do some World of Warcraft shit, and I'm in there for fucking six hours. <laughs> you know, that's a game that I just keep – as much as I hate it, I love it because it's probably one of the greatest – for me, it was one of those things that opened the door, you know, because um, I was never a big PC gamer. I played a few first-person shooters on there. Um, and I'll just hit on this a little bit because I know this will turn into a 10-hour podcast. <laughs> um, but, like, um, just finishing up – I'll finish up the Xbox stuff because that's what we were talking about. And, you know, uh, the Call of Duty series we were talking about. And I said that Modern Warfare – because I played two, and I played the third one, and then they did Modern Warfare. And it was just so new. It was new weapons. It was modernized for today's world. Right. I mean, we're talking, you know, mid 2000s, you know, we're talking about, you know, uh, M16s and P90s and things like that. And so it was a little bit fresher. It was new. And the campaign in that game alone was just such a well-written story. And that compelled me to keep playing it. Right? And then Modern Warfare 2 came out and that whole intro with the airport scene. Oh, man. And I mean, there's another game that I never thought they'd redo. And then they did a remake or not a remake, but a um a remaster? Uh, a remastered. Yeah. Right. And they actually had the airport scene in there. And I thought, holy shit, they're actually fucking doing it. And you know, I have the, I have all versions. Of I have the original 360 versions. I have the remastered versions for the Xbox One. Um, but those, those three, those three games, called Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two, and Modern Warfare Three. The, the campaigns were great. Uh, that's why last year during the pandemic when they announced that they were doing a modern warfare, uh, kind of like a reboot, it, not a really a reboot. It was just a continuing story. Like it brought back a lot of the old characters from the first three modern warfares. And so I bought it because of that. And the campaign was pretty good. It was, I don't think it was as well done as the first modern warfare. There was something about the villains in that game and the, the, the plot of the story that really brought it together. This one was good, but, you know, of course, they hit on – it's the whole Middle Eastern thing, right, where the Middle Eastern, you know, is a fucking big jumbled mess, and, you know, there's you no know, terrorists and so on and so forth. 
and that's fine. But it, the story I, to me wasn't as it didn't suck me in as much. But I played the hell out of that last year because I had nothing else to do. And I, as I was saying, you know, I was playing with I used to play with my cousin all the time. Well, he's got two kids now, and you know, lots of doing stuff with the kids. So I started playing with his son online, and we started playing Modern Warfare last year. And I played, you know, until three three in the morning for me. And hell, I could barely look at the screen. And it's, I'm like, dude, I got to get off. You know, <laughs> it, I'm just I can't keep up with them. So, uh, you know, so for me, the Xbox holds a it, it's near and dear to me because the those type of games that I really like to play. Um, PC gaming for me was something that I didn't really get into. And then I was working part time, uh, back in 2002, I went, I took a, I was working for Jeff, but I was working part time for him cause we didn't have enough work. So I went and took a, picked up a job at, uh, they were just in the transition of changing from Funko land to GameStop. And I went to work there and man, the atmosphere there was weird because I, I think in, you know, game store, you know, we're going to be like, it's going to be pretty relaxed. You know, you wear jeans and they like, oh, no, hell no, not in the early 2000s. We had to wear like black, black, it had to be something like slacks or, but, you know, in a nice button shirt, you couldn't wear a t-shirt and shit like that. Wow. And so the guys that I was working with there at the time were big into games like, um, um, what was that, uh, Something Camelot. It was a it was a mo it was an MMO. Uh huh. Um, they were big into that, and then you know, of course, I, me being a Star Wars guy, they announced Sony was going to come out with Star Wars Galaxies. Holy shit! I was so excited, right? I mean, a Star Wars game, you know, with the same build as EverQuest, right? So it was like EverQuest, but in the Star Wars universe. And I played the shit out of that. I mean, that pretty much ended my marriage. <laughs> uh, oh no bullshit dude i yeah. mean i because she would come home i would you know go to work right i was working for jeff right i'd do whatever i had to do go to GameStop, come home i'd be home at like two o'clock in the afternoon sit down from my computer and start playing star wars galaxies and she'd come home from work at five o'clock oh uh you know you know and, and i'd already remodeled that you know my the guest house next to my parents and that's where we were living and um so, you know, she would come, I would, I could only play, I didn't have any internet in the, in the house, so I could only play out here in the shop. So I had my computer out here in the shop in the office and I would play and she'd come in, come home from work. Oh yeah, I'll be in a little bit. Next thing I knew it was two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I was literally playing like 12 hours a day. Jesus. Yeah. That was that totally, good. <laughs> well, it was new. I'd never played anything like this. Yeah. And it was one of those games that you have to play. You you know, if you stop playing, in my mind, and, and a lot of those people who play these games, you play these things with the, you know, you're like, well, I got to get to the next level. I got to do this next thing. I got to level up. I got to, you know, because I want to get the better weapons, the better armor. And that only happens at the end of the game when you, you know, you cap out your level. Uh, and then, you know, I was still playing Xbox at the time. And one of the guys that I played on Xbox with was a big Warcraft guy. And so I got into playing uh, Warcraft 3. And uh, then Frozen Throne came out, which was, those were real-time strategy games. And then they announced, you know, at that time it was 2002, I think they had announced they were working on a, I think it was 2002, they were, wor they were working on World of Warcraft. And playing Warcraft 3, I was like, oh, this is going to be kind of fun, right? So... Um, 
I remember I signed up on Blizzard's website to become a beta tester. And they had announced that they were going to be doing um, a, uh, what do they call it? It's a, not the alpha, but it's a, a stress test. So I got into the stress test of that, and then the beta came, so I got into the beta after that. But that game was, like, mind-blowing to me, right? Because it was this expansive world. And when I remember, and I know you guys have never played that, but I'm guessing you've seen things on it, but... I started playing it. My cousin made me an account, but I was going to college and I was like, I don't have time to play yeah. that game. Well, see, that's yeah. just it, right? See, I had all kinds of free time on my hand at that time because I was, we were, I was getting separated, right? My, me and my wife were separating, so I was like, and that came out at just the right time because I devoted a shit ton of time to that game, <laughs> and that was one of those games that you have to play. You know, you got to farm these things and you got to get this and you got to get to level sixty at the time because you want to complete all this bullshit. Right. And but there was nothing for me than coming down the hill and walking up the hill and seeing Ironforge for the home of the dwarves. And it was so beautiful. It was so elegant. It was the graphics were fucking amazing. And this is 2004. Yeah. So I mean, you're, you're thinking, you know, I'm thinking to myself, you know, now I look back, and I go, oh, it's still amazing at that time. Right. But, you know. Yeah, it's not, not nothing that compared to. What they have now. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so that game pretty much sucked up all of my life uh, for like seven, like eight, eight, nine, eight, no, let's see, 2004. And then 2007 came Burning Crusade. I played all the way through, uh, taking breaks in between. I would take, you know, a couple of months off. I'd be like, hey, guys, I'm not coming back, you know, telling the guild. I'm, I'm, I got to take, I got to step away for a while. And then I came back at, the, at, that, at that last expansion was the, uh, the Cataclysm at the time. And they broke the world. Because you know, you know the uh, Nelfarian came out and he, he escaped his prison and he destroyed the he destroyed Azeroth and all this bullshit, and they changed you know your skill trees and they changed all this shit and I just couldn't get into the game at that point, so I stopped playing. Though I stopped playing, but I continued to buy the collector's editions just in case. <laughs> well, my cousins that made the um, that count for me, they were addicted too. Like, they would be up till... They told me that there was a time where they would be up for, like, almost 12 hours just oh. on that thing. And it, and it would be, like, it would be sunrise. Like, it would be already the morning. And it would still be, like, clicking away and trying to do whatever the hell they are supposed to do. And I was like, really? Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I remember doing that stuff. I remember, uh, you know, because, you know, you wanted to get to 60. And then you wanted to be able to raid with your guild. And it was 40-man raids. And all this stuff you had to do. But... You know, I'd spend hours just, like, farming supplies to make potions or make food or whatever. And, you know, it, it's just, it's a it's a grind. You're just constantly grinding and grinding and grinding. And, uh, you you know, and, and, that, and that's the basis. That's what they want you to do anyway. I mean, I'm spending, you know, you're paying 15 bucks a month. Fuck, I'm going to get my money's worth, right? Yeah, I'm pretty gonna, much. I'm going to play for hours on end. Uh, but I would I would play and then you know they they had a reset right so you when they launched Burning Crusade they gave us after you hit seventy you could do these daily quests and once you hit a level once you hit the level cap any experience you would get would be turned to gold well I was a gold whore I was all I never had enough gold I like, gotta gotta buy the next mount gotta buy this I gotta buy that and so I remember doing all the daily quests and the daily okay so we'd go raid and then we'd finish and I'd go do the daily quests. And then the daily quests, I would finish them just before reset, 
and then I'd be like, well, I might as well just stay up another couple hours and finish them again. So I don't have to do them tomorrow. <laughs> wow. And so I would just repeat over and over and over and over again. It's just a never-ending fucking grind. Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. So 2004 to 2000, what, 10, 11, something like that. I'd have to go back and look at the actual, t- you know, see when the expansion came out to know exactly when. And then I didn't play for like three years, four years, something like that. And then they they announced an expansion called uh, Warlords of Drain. So they, after Cataclysm, you had Mists of Pandaria, right, which the pandas were a big thing in Warcraft 3. Uh, the at the end of Warcraft, you saw them for the first time and stuff. Um, but then, you know, they did Warlords of Draenor, and I almost went back for that because it was kind of like a, an alternate universe kind of a thing where you go back to um, basically where the, the Draenei and all this, all, you know, they, where they lived and everything. And it's before the world was broken in Burning Crusade. But it was an alternate timeline. It wasn't the same timeline we're in now, right? Um, and then... I didn't go back for that. I owned it, but I didn't go back for it. And then they came out with uh, Legion, which was the was the the Burning Legion, and they're like the biggest arch nemesis of you know, they're the the ultimate bad guys basically. And uh, they came, and then I went back for that, and I played all through that. I didn't raid. I played with my friends. We did all the dungeons and things like that, but I never went back for any of that. And then I stopped for a while, and I came back for the second to last expansion, which was uh, Battle for Azeroth. Not that good, in my opinion. It was okay, but it was too many continents, too much exploring, too much grinding, you know, of the factions and things like that. And then the last one they came out with, which was Shadowlands, I went back and played. I played pretty much from launch of that, which was October, into November. And normally that's how I spend my holiday season is usually playing on my PC, but I stopped playing that. It, like just before Christmas, and I haven't been back since. Oh wow! So, I, and I still like it. I, I actually want to go back now that they've launched uh, Burning Crusade. So they did. They a couple of years ago they did World of Warcraft Classic, and to me that was the ultimate, right? Uh, the the basis of what the game really was. And I went back and played a little bit. Got to like level twelve. It just couldn't suck me in anymore. I just don't want to do all the all the tedious shit all over again. But then this year they released, um, just last month, they released uh, Burning Crusade Classic. So I'm thinking about maybe going back for that a little bit and just kind of <laughs> testing the waters out again. It's yeah. been, you know, that came out in 2007 or 2008. So Wow. Yeah, a long time ago. long time ago, yeah. But that's that's my that's pretty much my PC gaming extra of, of, you know, that's the only games I play on the PC is World of Warcraft. Oh, I did play um, Star Wars Old Republic. Played that for a long time. Uh, but I left, and then when I came back, hell, the fucking guild had kicked me out. I wasn't guild leader anymore, and they just started. They went off, and I never went back. Good game, but it became one of those, you know, pay-to-play kind of things where, you know, you pay money and you get good shit. Well, that's crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that was a good uh, good segment there for uh, part one. <laughs> of uh, Only part one? <laughs> part one. <laughs> of uh, shit talking with Joey, <laughs> and I'm full of shit. Um, yeah, join us next week, and we'll uh, get some more stuff. Because uh, uh, like me and Bryant, Joey can talk. Well, actually, like me, Bryant, Bryant kind of just listens. I listen. <laughs> Chimes in every once in a while <laughs> to prove that he's human. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you everybody for that, and um, everybody take care. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you, and we'll be back again next week.